Hey everyone, I'm Russ Bullet from PipesAndCigars.com and welcome to PNC's Talking Tobacco Live. Uh, got a number of things to um, cover today. Um, on Tuesday, uh, when I went into work, nice morning, um, sunny on the cool side, but it was planning on warming up uh, during the day. So um, I headed out, drove to work, nice day, went inside. And as the day went on, I noticed it was getting a little hazy out. And I walked out to go to my car to head home. And uh, not only was it hazy, but it smelled like, almost like um, insulation on wires burning. Um, and of course, you know, that's always a red flag when you smell that. You start looking around to see if something's shorting out or whatever, but I'm outdoors. So I figured maybe there was a fire nearby at a place that had a lot of uh, electrical equipment or whatever. Um, but I, I figured it was somewhere near work. And then uh, I, uh, I drove home and on the way, I stopped at um, Wawa, which is, for those of you who aren't familiar, it's a chain of convenience stores and gas stations. Uh, and they, uh, they have made to order food and everything. They're, they're really, uh, really neat. One of the things I was happiest about when I, I moved down here, um, because we didn't have Wawa in upstate New York, Anyway, I stop there and get out of my car and I'm still smelling that that fire. I don't know, you know, where it's coming from or what's causing it, but I mean, work and that Wawa are like nine miles apart. So it would have had to have been a damn big fire. And then I go from Wawa to home, which is another couple of miles, and it's just as bad at home. So when I got in the house, the first thing I did was see if I could figure out what was going on. And that's when I found out about the wildfires in Quebec and all that smoke is coming south. And yesterday was particularly horrible. Um, the sky had an apocalyptic uh, orange cast. Uh, it was really weird looking and uh, not comfortable when you get outside. And to make it worse, uh, Gretchen is, um, is allergic to pine smoke. And if you take a look at any of the pictures from the wildfire, uh, it's mostly pine forest that's burning. So there's pine particulates in that smoke. And um, she went outside um, 
without a mask uh, to take Spike out. And all of a sudden she felt tightness in her chest from the smoke and her allergic reaction to it. So any of you who are in the Northeast US out to the Great Lakes region, um, you know, be careful, wear a mask if, uh, if that helps uh, in your case, because uh, I've got still got KN95 masks left and uh, I'll be taking um, one of those with me when I walk Spike this afternoon. Yeah, uh, David says that the uh, upper end of Quebec province is almost all pine, spruce, and cedar because um, the farther north you go, uh, the fewer deciduous trees can really survive very well. So um, pines, which are hardier uh, in, uh, in cold weather, uh, they, they proliferate in, uh, in those areas. So yeah, it is beautiful up there. Um, is it lumber production? I don't know. Um, you know, it, at one at one point, um, using uh, using pine uh, was considered problematic because uh, as you dried it, it would often warp. And, and now they've got they've got better ways of. Uh, of, of kiln drying the wood so it doesn't do that but um, but to buck sean david clay uh hi to all of you and i'm uh, i'm glad you're you're uh, here today um david uh, texted or uh, messaged me earlier uh to let me know that bill feuerbach from um from cave woody uh, is ill and uh, and is in the hospital. Um, I don't have a lot of details, but certainly we're all wishing for a speedy and complete recovery for Bill. Um, he and he and I have known each other for about fifteen years, and uh, I like him. And uh, he's he's had a rough go of things, so. Uh, you know, keep them in your thoughts uh, uh, when you get a chance. And um, also David asked me about uh, my leg because I've been having issues with um, uh, things not fitting properly. And I wound, I wound up with a sore on the outside of my leg and now it's turned into a callus and it, it's fairly well healed up. And I must have been compensating somehow and wound up um, opening up a slot on the opposite side of the knee. Um, and uh, it actually is open. Um, but Fortunately uh, enough for me in uh, one of my surgeries when um, the incision wasn't healing well, um, they recommended a dressing to me and uh, I thought they were nuts when they recommended it. 
Um, but I tried it and incredibly, um, it, it sped up the, uh, the healing like you wouldn't believe. Uh, I, I've never, uh, I never tried it before. I hadn't even heard of it, uh, but I started using it and it, it does an incredible job of accelerating healing in an open wound and uh, that's manuka honey um it, it they say it's something about the the flowers that the bees collect pollen and nectar from that uh, gives the honey fast healing properties um and you can get it at any of the major drugstore chains if you go to, you know, where they have uh, antibiotic ointments and, and stuff like that. And um, and so I, I've got some at home. And so I put some on there and hopefully um, that'll heal this up fast. And I've got an appointment in a couple of weeks uh to have um uh, have them check out the the uh, socket in the leg it, it, they they typically say that they're only good for three or four years and i've had mine for eight so um, my hope is that um, that i go there and they can figure something out because uh, even with health insurance, whenever I get a new one made, I'm, I'm looking at two to three grand. I really don't want to take that on right now. Anyway, we'll see how it goes. Um, David says some lumber production up there making SPF studs. SPF is uh, spruce pine fir. Uh, sort of a generic label for two by four studs. He used to be in the lumber business, and Sean says he's used Canada spruce. Uh, David says honey in general has antibacterial properties, but that manuka is extra special. And that, that's true. Uh, yes, yeah, spruce is a is a big thing actually, um, because uh, it has uh, so many positive properties. Um, it resists rot naturally fairly well. And um, and it's wonderful for uh, musical insurance. Uh, a lot of uh, acoustic guitars, the, uh, the top um, is is sometimes spruce and uh, it has wonderful properties in that regard and the sound boards of some of the best pianos are also uh, made of spruce in particular yamaha uses sitka spruce and uh, and and it really is uh, it really is a uh, a wonderful wood for a lot of purposes. So anyway, um, let's take a look at what's going on. Oh, uh, David says that spruce makes great airplanes. Um, 
to me, you know, note paper makes great airplanes too. Um, de depending on if I have the time to fold it, right? Anyway, let's take a look at what's happening on PNC uh, because we got some uh, pretty neat stuff going on, mainly because of what's going to happen in the middle of the month, and that's Father's Day. So let's take a look at what's happening on PNC. Number one, the Big Ben tattoo pipes are on sale for only $39.99. Now these are neat little pipes. Um, that, uh, that bowl material is extremely heat resistant, um, making this a great pipe to stick in your pocket when you've got a 10 or 15 minute break. And you just pack a bowl, go outside, light up, and it's small enough, it easily slips into your pocket. Um, and for $39.99, they're great. Um, you know, wipe, uh, wipe it out with a, a little bit of uh, paper towel when you're done, and these pipes are good to go. So, not only are they neat looking and colorful um, they actually uh, smoke pretty well and uh, they are available for only $39.99 but you're going to want to move on it because every time we get a shipment of these and we let people know about them they fly right out the door so that's Big Ben Tattoo for $39.99 and now we have a sale on Cascadia Pipe Company, 25% off, but, and this is the big but, that's not just 25% off on the tobaccos, that's 25% off on the Cascadia Ponderosa Pipe, 25% uh, off on the pocket knife. Uh, we've got a lot of really uh, neat stuff in that product line now. And the new Cascadia pipe will be coming probably in another few months. Uh, so uh, in the meantime, 25% uh, off the five plug tobaccos uh, or those neat Ponderosa pipes. Uh, or that, um, that pocket knife, which is created specifically for use with plug tobaccos. You notice if you look at the blade, there's no serrations. Um, any kind of a serrated blade would wind up uh, chewing up the tobacco and leaving a lot of dust. Uh, so you need a nice clean straight blade um, to, to properly cut a plug and it has a curvature which makes it easy to rock the knife uh, while you're slicing um, flakes off the plug uh, and it's sturdy. So anyway, 25% off everything Cascadia uh, and uh, I'm sure some of you are going to want to take advantage of it. Uh, I can tell you that uh, I always keep a tin of vertical limit around for those times when I want a nice 
hard to smoke and I want to prepare it whatever way I want, uh, I typically take it, cut slices off, stack the slices, and then uh, cut it up into cubes and just drop it in the pipe, give it a little tamp, light it, and good to go. Um, so that's a sale on Cascadia Pipe Company at 25% off right now. And everything in the Aaron Go Bra line is 20% off. That includes the Aaron Go Bra cigars, which have a hint of uh, Irish whiskey. Um, the Aaron Go Bra pouch pipe tobaccos, uh, Irish whiskey, Irish cream, and apple crumble. And the Aaron Go Bra pipes and Aaron Go Bra Kelly Green leather pouches. Um, so items for as low as $5.03 at 20% off. Um, this is a brand that has been a, a part of uh, our company for uh, over a decade. And um, initially it was just the Irish whiskey, pipe tobacco and the cigars. And then um, a few years ago, we added uh, two more of the uh, aromatic pipe tobaccos, and then the pipes started coming in, and the response to the Arango Bra pipes has been nothing short of spectacular. Um, people commonly compare them to uh, uh, other brands and rave about how good they are for so much less money than similar products. And those pouches, people love that Kelly Green. Um, so uh, if you want to save yourself 20% off on anything from Arango Bra, here's your opportunity to take advantage. And then we have our Father's Day Build Your Own Sampler. And I, I touched on this uh, last week. This is a really nice build your own. Um, when you choose from the pipes, most of the pipes are around the price of the sampler. They're, they're all around $89.99, you know, between $80 and $100. So when you buy uh, a sampler like this, it's almost like you're getting the tobacco and the accessory item you choose free. Um, you, we have a nice selection of uh, bulk tobaccos available in four ounce bags for the sampler. So you're getting a half pound of tobacco, a brand new pipe uh, from brands like Viking, um, and then you get to choose an accessory, uh, something like the uh, PNC uh, acrylic jar that you see there. So you can really uh, save yourself a bunch of money and get a really nice gift set uh, for anyone you know who smokes a pipe. Um, you're going to want to take advantage of it because uh, it, that's one heck of a nice deal. And then our very cherry sale continues uh, up to 30% off MSRP and some items come with a bonus. So um, 
if you enjoy the zesty, uh, sweet uh, flavor of cherry in your uh, pipe tobacco and you like the aroma, uh, here's an opportunity to save and stock up on your favorite cherry blends. And um, uh, I believe that goes on for a little while longer. I think that's part of our uh, catalog uh, promotion. So, but take advantage of it sooner rather than later because we all know we see something, we get excited about it, we can't act on it right away, and then it just fades out of our mind. So, uh, move on it pretty soon because you don't want to miss out in case it goes away. And then we have our Father's Day pipe sale. Uh, the pipes chosen are up to 40% off and some pipes also will come with a free gift. Um, so if you're looking for a pipe for dad, for grandpa, uh, for that, uh, that man in your life who's like a father to you, uh, here's an opportunity to get a really nice price uh, on a, a good solid pipe and uh, you're, you'll be all set for Father's Day gift giving. And this week's Tobacco of the Week is an old favorite, Stanwell Vanilla. Um, Stanwell Vanilla is made with a Virginia Burley Black Cavendish and a bit of Oriental which kind of makes uh, Stanwell Vanilla stand out in uh, from the crowd. Um, that little bit of oriental uh, influence uh, adds uh, almost um, a light floral note to the vanilla, which is really interesting. It's a very pleasant, mellow smoke. Uh, I, I, I'll be honest with you, I haven't had it in a number of years, uh, but as aromatics go, it's one that um, that I certainly enjoyed because it's not your typical vanilla aromatic blend. Uh, so uh, it's on sale this week as the tobacco of the week. So you're gonna wanna take advantage of that if you like aromatics. And now we have the proper slide up there for June's monthly deal. Um, the deal is on Lane Limited if you buy any one pound bag of Lane Limited tobaccos and let's face it, a lot of you are going to do that just because that's all you smoke. But if you buy it, uh, any one pound bag, you can get a Lane Limited ceramic jar that's a $50 value for only 10 bucks. Uh, and you can see it's a really nice looking uh, jar. Um, so get your tobacco and now you got a place to put, I would say half or more of that one pound bag that you buy in that to keep it in nice shape. So um, take advantage of that. You've uh, got uh, uh, what, 22 days left uh, to uh, grab your Lane Limited bulk and a Lane Limited ceramic jar. And next is my cigar clippings. Other than getting hot, 
How do I know when I'm smoking a cigar too fast? Um, <clears throat> it depends. <coughs> it depends a lot on the cigar. The, the mellower a cigar is, um, the easier it is to tell if you're smoking it too fast. Now, in the case of something like a Connecticut shade wrapper, uh, you can often tell um, if you're smoking too fast because the wrapper leaf is so thin that it will either start to what we sometimes call tulip at the foot of the cigar, meaning that the filler expands uh, quickly uh, from too much heat and it causes the foot of the wrapper to crack and the cracks will run up the cigar or sometimes a crack will develop in the middle of the cigar in the wrapper. Uh, that's one way. But mellower cigars, you're going to notice it uh, more so than full-bodied cigars. And that will be a chemical taste. Um, the flavor will change, it will get off, and, um, and it definitely has a chemical-like um, aroma and flavor to it. Um, those, you know, mellow uh, Connecticut shades and Cameroons, uh, you'll notice it pretty quickly. Um, medium bodied cigars, you'll notice it, but it doesn't have as big an impact. And full bodied cigars, uh, you won't tell from the flavor as much just because there's so much flavor, it kind of masks it. But, um, you know, the, the simple answer uh, to when you notice this is just set the cigar down for a couple of minutes. Um, if it's uh, still lit, now just be careful to uh, puff a little bit more lightly. If it goes out, uh, use my method uh, of relighting a cigar, which is to use a single torch lighter and go around on the wrapper at the foot of the cigar. Don't light the foot light the wrapper around the foot um, and and then puff and to build it up. If you light the filler, you're going to get a harsh flavor. Uh, if you light the wrapper the way I'm, I'm talking about, um, as the burn builds when you puff, um, it burns behind the already burned tobacco. So you're not going to wind up with that harshness. Um, David says, vertical limit is yummy cubed. I agree. Um, Buck received his order of 1Q and the ceramic jar yesterday. There you go. Uh, Sean says uh, he's, uh, he smoked Cascadia camp campsite. Got to get some open water. Um, I, I'm smoking too fast if I get dizzy. I've turned green on a Maduro a time or two. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
That yeah, that that will depend on the tobacco. If you're you know smoking War Horse Bar as an example, and you smoke it too fast, uh, the room is likely to spin, uh, and uh, you'll get the same thing from a, uh, a heavy duty Nicaraguan cigar or Honduran cigar, um, and that that's certainly another possible uh, side effect. But anyway. Um, that's what's happening here on PNC uh, for the week. Uh, so I am going to uh, now uh, launch into um, the discussion this week and today is about partial truths. There are things that we accept as fact because we don't have any proof to the contrary. There are other things we know that are outright wrong uh, from the experience of people that we know and have talked to or things we've read. Um, you know, the, uh, the old saw about uh, uh, wiping the chamber of a new pipe with honey or uh, water or saliva to help build up a cake. While it's true that it will help build up a cake, it's not a good cake. It'll be soft and crumbly and will break out when you go to ream it and that leaves sections of the chamber open to have the heat attack it. So uh, we try to avoid um, anything inside the chamber when we break in a pipe. So it's a partial truth. Yes, it will accomplish the goal, but it will not accomplish it well. So that's an example of a partial truth having to do uh, with pipes. So I am going to um, give you some examples and I do uh, apologize. I am going to have to duck out um, a few minutes before one. Uh, I have a meeting booked at right at one o'clock um, that I do have to attend. So uh, I will uh, have to cut it a little short today, but uh, I am going to uh, to go over a few more partial truths and uh, and that I'll be interested in your comments. Partial truth. Sandblasted and rusticated pipes smoke cooler than smooth pipes. True. Um I did some testing and it was not particularly scientific, um, but I did some testing and I took some rusticated pipes and um, sandblasted pipes and smooth pipes and I packed them and tried to smoke them in as normal a cadence as I could and I used the same tobacco in all the pipes and I used an infrared uh, uh, thermometer uh, and 
I measured the uh, temperature of the outside of the pipe versus the uh, heat of the chamber. And the reason I did that was I wanted to make sure that the chambers of all the pipes were burning at approximately the same temperature because you know if one pipe is smoking hotter but you check the temperature and the the tobacco itself is burning 20 degrees hotter than the other pipes that would explain why it's burning hotter so i did that and quite frankly um just about every pipe that i tested we're within five degrees of each other. So yes, it's true from my, uh, my little semi-scientific analysis uh, that sandblasted and rusticated pipes do indeed smoke cooler um, than, than smooth pipes, but it's only a handful of degrees and not enough that I think that your mouth is going to notice a big difference. Um, the reasoning behind that is because you're creating more surface area uh, when you sandblast or rusticate a pipe and the more exterior surface there is, um, the more places there are for the heat to escape the pipe. Um, so it, it works well in that regard. Also, when you sandblast your rusticate a pipe, you're making the walls thinner. And so uh, the, the thinner walls will also allow heat to radiate out a little bit more. And then the last part of it applies just to sandblasts. And that is that the reason sandblasts create the intriguing look that they do is because like most woods, there are parts of the grain that are very hard and there are parts that are soft. So when you sandblast, what happens is the particulate that you use, whether it's um, you know, crushed walnut shells or glass beads or bits of metal, um, they will rip away the soft wood first, uh, leaving the hard wood behind. And that's where uh, all those whorls and, and uh, grooves come from when you sandblast a pipe. By removing soft wood, you're removing the wood that tends to hold heat in. But once again, temperature difference, a handful of degrees. Um, David agrees, he thinks non-smooth pipes make a bit cooler and they feel better in his hands. And of course, that is a real nice advantage especially if you're older, if you have neuropathy or, or anything along that lines. Um, if you, your hands tend to shake, obviously having something with some texture on the outside makes it easier to grip and you're less likely to have issues. Uh, so uh, 
Uh, Sean says interesting test on the temperature. Well, I, I came up with a few different methodologies, and then uh, I watched uh, some old um, some old uh, episodes of MythBusters, and they used uh, a um, uh, an infrared thermometer um, when they would, would like blow stuff up and, and things. And I thought that could be useful here. And it did work out quite well. Um, yeah, um, Buck says more surface area to disperse heat. And that's, that's right. Uh, okay, so we move on to the next partial truth. Uh, building a cake is the most important thing you can do to protect your pipes. Um, as far as uh, routine things in, in smoking a pipe, building a cake is the most important thing you can do to protect your pipes. But if I add a word to that, um, the reason it's a partial truth becomes clear. If I said building a proper cake is the most important thing you can do to protect your pipes, that would be a truth. Um, you really want, now we're talking about briar pipes and also, you can do it to a degree in corn cobs. Uh, you don't want to build up a cake in the marishal. Um, but building up a cake is important because it creates a layer of carbon that protects the wood from the heat of the tobacco. And it's a very good thing to, to have in your pipe as long as it's not too thick. Um, when the cake gets to the thickness of a nickel, you want to cut it back to the thickness of a dime. Um, but if you build an improper cake, which I mentioned earlier, um, that's when you have a problem. So if you do anything to accelerate um, building a cake, um, it's going to be a soft cake. And when you do ring the pipe, it tends to come out in chunks and then it'll it'll go right back to the chamber wall and when you've got part of the wall protected by carbon and parts that aren't um, sometimes the heat will kind of concentrate itself on those bare spots so you've got to be um, you got to be cognizant of that it's one of the reasons why um, people who like straight black Cavendish, I tell them to mix it up a little bit and maybe smoke an occasional bowl of a Virginia or Burley or Virginia Burley based tobacco in it because the cake that moist black Cavendishes build up are, are also soft. Uh, if you occasionally uh, switch out um, the black Cavendish for uh, something that's not as moist and heavily flavored. Um, it can help kind of build a composite cake 
that'll be a little bit harder and uh, won't be as problematic. Um, hi, Robert. Glad you were able to jump on board. Um, so let's move on from building a cake to the next partial truth. Partial truth, Virginia's burn hot, Burley's burn cool. This is one of the, one of the ones again that you generally accept this to be true, but it's not always the case. Virginia's burn hot, Burley's burn cool, because they're kind of in terms of of the makeup of the leaf, they're kind of polar opposites. Uh, Virginias have a good amount of sugar in them, but they're not very oily. Um, but Burleys um, are high in oil and low in sugar. Uh, Virginias um, don't produce a lot of heat, but Burleys do. And again, these are Unfortunately, rash generalizations, but that much we can accept. Um, but there are things you can do uh, to change that, for example. Uh, we, we'll talk about Virginia, so John Cotton's double-pressed Virginia. Uh, when you press a Virginia, you can reduce the burning temperature because a flake that's folded and stuffed with a little bit of tobacco sprinkled on, loose tobacco sprinkled on top to get it going, uh, will burn fairly cool. Compressed tobaccos burn cool um, because they burn more slowly. Well, when you take that tobacco and then tumble it into a ribbon, and then put it back in the press and press it again and you you have a crumble cake that's been pressed twice with uh, a little time in between to allow the tobacco to take on oxygen what you wind up with is a virginia that tastes like a virginia but it doesn't smoke like a virginia um, it tends to burn a little bit more coolly, and I think that's because some of the sugars in the process convert to caramel and uh, don't, um, don't burn as hot. Um, and then Burley's burn cool. Not necessarily. Um, Burley's, because of their high oil content, first off, producing a lot of smoke, um, people slow down a bit when they, they smoke Burleys because they don't have to work hard to get a lot of smoke. Whereas with Virginia's, especially newer pipe smokers want to get a lot of smoke. So if they're not naturally getting a lot of smoke out of a Virginia, they puff a little bit harder trying to get that smoke and then you fire up the bowl and the tobacco gets quite hot and that's when you can wind up burning your tongue. Uh, 
Um, but not all Burleys burn cool either. Um, Five Brothers is a very thin leaf Burley, uh, a dark Burley. Um, and it's cut very thin. If you don't pack it tightly and you get too much oxygen in the mix, Five Brothers can burn hot too. So the cut of the tobacco will have an impact. The type of uh, pipe you smoke that tobacco in can have an impact. Uh, but it's not universally true that Virginia's burn hot and Burley's burn cool. Um, Charles says he feels like Virginia's burn, burn hot because it's a flake. It's sometimes harder to keep lit, so you puff harder. That depends on how you you fold and stuff, but um, I, I would say that that's true for some people, for sure. Uh, Sean uh, says John Cotton Double Crest Virginia is awesome. Thank you. Um, Charles says uh, something I learned over the years is to slow down and enjoy the tobacco more. Of course. Um, the problem is we're not in a slow down world anymore. Um, used to be neighbors sat on their porches and they would chat and uh, hang out in each other's backyards and we took our leisure time for leisure. Um, when I was a kid, you know, my parents um, set up the garage as a kind of a den for the, the summer. And we would sit out there and watch TV or read, or my mother would knit or crochet. The neighbors would stop by and, and sit down and we'd talk. That's not life anymore. We're on our phones. We're looking up information. We're running here and there, and especially if you've got kids. Um, Yes, slowing down to enjoy the tobacco is what you should be doing, um, but unfortunately, a lot of us don't have that uh, that luxury, so we live a little bit more hectically, and we tend to smoke the same way. Um, Clay says uh, he really likes a John Cotton Kentucky. He has some uh, Latakia coming in now. Yeah, Latakia is, uh, is a wonderful tobacco and can be used in so many different ways, but a lot of people just think of, you know, something like uh, Peterson Early Morning Pipe when they think of Latakia, but Latakia is much more than that, um, depending on, on where and how it's used. Sean says that he needs to try Kentucky, but he used the abbreviation for Kentucky, uh, which also could have an implication uh, for, for some other purpose. Uh, I'll let you uh, figure that one out. You can noodle on it for a few minutes. Uh, David says, some while the real fine stuff has to be packed tight and smoked slower and it's a burly yeah um uh something like a gowth and hogarth kendall dark is a super fine shag and um and has to be packed very tightly 
that that said, uh, when you pack it tightly and uh, and get it lit, uh, it takes nothing to smoke to the bottom of the bowl with just a couple of tamps uh, because it just burns so easily. Um, David says KY is a slippery slope. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, the, the chat almost uh, did go off the rails. Uh, Sean said dirty-minded old men. Uh, well, not, not much you can uh, you can say about that. That that is not a partial truth. That's truth. Okay, so let's go back to the partial truths uh, for the last one. Uh, partial truth: you need at least two pipes so you can properly rest them. Um, yeah, not necessarily true. Um, however, um, it's not true for a reason other than you may think. The at least part is the important part there because to me, two pipes is not a rotation, even if you only smoke one bowl a day. Um, we say rest your pipes for 24 hours before smoking it again. Um, that will depend on the time of year. If you're smoking during the summer, you need to give that pipe more than 24 hours because the air tends to be more humid. And so the moisture won't evaporate out of the pipe as quickly as it will during the colder weather when the air tends to be quite a bit drier. So you need to uh, take that into consideration. My particular feeling is if you smoke two bowls a day or fewer, I want to have at least four pipes because I like to give a pipe more than 24 hours, at least 48, um, to allow the, the pipe to dry down properly. And then when you're cleaning pipes, you, you may have to give them extra time to rest uh, before you want to smoke them again. So um, to me, you, you want to get to a point where if you're smoking more than once a day, you have at least four pipes in your collection. Um, so if, if we're going to say that you, um, you know, if you smoke two pipes a day, uh, you know, right now um, I can go about two months um, and not smoke the same pipe twice. And, uh, and that's excessive. Yes, I know it is. Everybody has their obsessions. Um, you know, people can uh, collect seashells. Uh, they, uh, they collect stamps and coins. I collect pipes. Um, however, I'm not a pipe collector. Uh, I'm a pipe smoker. Uh, I do have a collection. 
but I don't collect them to look at them. I collect them to smoke them. Um, okay. Um, David says he's a train wreck anyway. Yeah, that's okay. Join the club. And uh, David says personally he thinks at least 100 pipes are required for rotation. He, he's being facetious, but uh, that's where I'm at, and, uh, and I'm happy about it. Um, and so now, um, of course, you can get uh, PNC's Talking Tobacco Live wherever you get your podcasts. And um, you can also share this with someone else. If you click on the button um, that's on the screen, you can, uh, you can uh, watch together. And uh, that sounds like fun, even though you have to listen to me. Um, I, I think it, it's a neat idea. Um, so... Um, I do have to run to a meeting. Actually, I'm going to sit right where I am because it's a it's an online meeting, and um, you know the beauty of uh, live streams and uh, you know virtual meetings and all is that um, you know if you're allergic to pants, you don't have to wear any. So. Um, that that being the case, uh, I'm going to head off to my uh, my meeting. Um, uh, of course, if you're watching this on delay, please still feel free to leave your comments. I do see them throughout the week, and um, and I'm I'm hoping that uh, you will drop some comments in there, um, and. Uh, and if you don't uh, get a chance to watch this live or if watching it on delay is an issue, you know, go to uh, your smartphone, pull up Spotify or Apple Music or, or uh, whatever service you have, and you can listen to PNC's Talking Tobacco uh, on, uh, on the podcast. So, um, uh, David says he is currently allergic to his pants, and uh, that's too much information, David, but thanks for sharing. Anyway, uh, have yourselves a great week. I'll see you next week. I'm Russ Willett from PipesAndCigars.com. Thanks for watching. <laughs>